0: Before we start this episode, uh, I have to say that I completely forgot that I had already recorded the word dichotomy in the previous episode. Uh, it took us a while to uh, to schedule this, and so it was probably weeks, weeks, since I had recorded dichotomy. So uh, anyway, you'll get to hear us talk about dichotomy in addition to hearing me talk about dichotomy in the previous episode. On with the show. Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Uh, you know, every once in a while, we have a very special episode. All of the special episodes, are uh, they have guests on them. And today is no exception. We have, yet again, for the second time, and there may even be a third time coming up soon, we have the amazing Karen O'Leary. Karen, what's going on with you these days? I've
1: got to been so well. Look, what's not going on with me? I'm... um just loving life in New Zealand. And I have been doing a variety of very, very random jobs. Um, and I'm hopefully moving into my my, my childhood dream job um, was always to be a sports presenter slash commentator. And I've managed to kind of weasel my way into maybe getting the chance to do that some of the time. So I just, I continue just to say yes to everything and then find out if I'm actually any good at it or not. And it seems to be but, working so far.
0: <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, what sport might this be?
1: Well, cricket is my number one sport, which I know if you've got lots of American um, listeners, they'll be like, yeah, we love cricket. It's also one of our national games. Or they'll be like, what is that game? And it's so boring. Um, So cricket's my number one. Football as well. And obviously, I was very excited when the the Black Ferns, the women's rugby team, uh, we recently won the the World Cup. So yeah, and we've got the FIFA Women's um, World Cup, Football World Cup coming to New Zealand next July. So I'm very excited about all of these sporting events.
0: That's going to be a lot of fun. Are you planning on going to as many events as possible?
1: Yes, without a shadow of doubt. The way I see it is, if I can get, keep weaseling my way into getting a job, then I don't have to pay for tickets, do I?
0: Exactly. You could know? just go be a sports commentator for all the games, and it's yes. perfect.
1: Oh, you know, just like a robe. One of those people that robes around the crowd with the microphones, and you just get to talk shit, have a laugh, and but still get a free ticket. So that's that's my. I'm going to be putting that into the cosmos so that it happens.
0: I'm going to put it out there too. That is the perfect job for you. I, I really hope that you get to do that. Let's do some tweeting.
1: Yeah, I'll keep you posted, but I reckon it's going to happen.
0: Awesome. Um, any other fun projects
1: that you're working on? Uh, yes, I'm uh, very much looking forward to a show that's going to be on New Zealand terrestrial real te- television tonight, um, which was a tribute to two of our national treasures, our real icons, who are called the Top Twins. So they're these two lesbian twin sisters who are really amazing country singers but also very political very they've been activists you know I remember growing up you know in the 80s they were really prolific and it was amazing just in the 80s to have these two lesbian women completely accepted and loved by a lot of small town New Zealand we normally think they won't understand it and they probably won't like it so we did an amazing tribute for them because they're both actually unfortunately sick with cancer at the moment so we did a, a really Fantastic show at the Civic in Auckland. We had all of these fantastic musicians performing, and it was just a really special, it was a magical experience. So I'm looking forward to watching that on the telly tonight. Okay.
0: That's fantastic. I don't think I will be able to watch it because I am in the US of A. You,
1: you do that thing where you steal the TV of the country. So everyone knows how to do that, don't they? Spencer, I do I...
0: You'd think I was smart enough to do that, but I definitely am not. It's
1: called VPNs, isn't it VPNs? That's what...
0: yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Um, I don't know how to use it.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's what my partner does in Tuesday. the states. She watches all the things of New Zealand. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I'm just doing random stuff, bit of acting, which is hilarious, and just anything really. Yeah, and um, on um, podcasts like this one.
0: It, how many podcasts have you do you do a week?
1: Oh, not enough. Um, I've been been on a a movie one and then I've actually, this is another thing, I've actually got my own podcast coming out because I got asked, approached by MediaWorks to make my own podcast and it's got to be called Full Disclosure and it's about well-known New Zealanders and their stories of coming out and being gay or bisexual in Aotearoa, New Zealand. So I've talked to lots of very interesting people and hopefully uh, at least three people listen to it. (laughs)
0: so it's already out or is it coming out soon
1: january 16th
0: january 16th we're going to put it on the calendar we're going to post about that um and i have to imagine that you have no shortage of guests for that show
1: well no there's heaps of gays in new zealand no no it was just yeah but i guess it's one of those things still in 2022 not everyone feels comfortable talking about that and i don't think there's enough opportunity for people just to hear other people's stories so you can know like if you're finding things tricky or if you found things really positive all of those ways of um experiencing coming out as gay or bisexual can you know they're all appropriate they can they they can happen to anyone so yeah i've spoken we spoke to our my um our deputy prime minister grant robertson who's jacinda's right-hand man spoke to him at the beehive that was really cool and uh, yeah, a variety of other funny people
0: that's fantastic i love that um And yeah, you're, you're an amazing person to host something like that between obviously your knowledge of New Zealand and the gay community, but also just you, you're just funny and entertaining. And you know, that's, that's a huge, huge part of shows and podcasts and things. So, you know, that's going to be a success for sure.
1: I tried to be very serious for the whole time. No, I wasn't.
0: I can't. (laughs) I was going to say, that's not possible for you.
1: (laughs) He it's not. (laughs) All
0: right. Speaking of being serious, should we talk about some very serious words today?
1: I'm um, looking forward to it. I can't wait.
0: All right. Um, you know, a handful of these um, are a little bit over my head. We'll, we'll see what we have to say. If we don't have a lot to say, that's totally fine. And we're just going to move on. There is one particular word um, that uh, I have a feeling Karen may have a few things to say about. Um, and so, you know, we'll, when we get there, we'll talk about that.
1: So, yeah, and hopefully
0: everyone will know what word that is. I think it'll be pretty obvious,
1: though. It, it, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, good. Um, if you have not heard uh, Karen's previous episode on this show, um, I will I will put a link to it. Um, it's uh, it's at the end of the C section, the C <laughs> season, the third season of this show, uh, and it was uh, an amazing time. Okay, the first word in this episode is dichotomy. D i c h o t o m y. This is a noun from 1610. We have a number of definitions. Number one, a division into two especially mutually exclusive or contradictory groups or entities, as in the the dichotomy between theory and practice. And then also, there's more to the definition, the process or practice of making such a division, as in dichotomy of the population into two opposed classes mm. the, I think there's a lot that we can say we do have other definitions do you have anything to say in the meantime about dichotomy
1: well yes I was thinking about the word dichotomy um, obviously prior to this I do a lot of research um, actually I just looked up the words about 20 minutes before now to make sure I can't kind hear of what they mean um, but I think dichotomy is, is almost as the as its definition suggests it can be quite. Um, it can really make people feel quite oppositional and separate and and or excluded. So dichotomies are very interesting things, especially if I think about you know things like gender gender dichotomy um, and what that represents. And also, it's such a black and white kind of concept. And I think in this current day and age, we need a lot more space for grey. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I 100 percent agree. Uh, you know. Throughout my life, I've seen these things that we've got, we've got two sides, like you mentioned, gender and, you know, autism, for instance, I mean, that's very specifically called the autism spectrum. Uh, So many different things that that nothing, nothing is black and white, nothing is one side or the other black and white, good and evil, any of the positive, negative, there's always a gray zone. So yeah, the word dichotomy in general is a little bit hard in those contexts, I think. Um but you know, if there are very literally two things, then I guess that's you know, two things that are opposite from each other.
1: Well, so we just need to think of a good example of when dichotomy is an appropriate word to use. That's our job now, Spencer. So what's that gonna be?
0: That's our job. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should read the other definitions and then maybe something will pop in our I heads for a good right. example.
1: I feel that's gonna happen for sure.
0: For sure. Number two, the phase of the moon or an inferior planet in which half of its disc appears illuminated. So I guess the dichotomy of the moon is one half is lit and the other half is not lit. But even technically there, you know, there's there's still there's still little sort of gray zones and the craters yes, and other not, things. It's not
1: like a clear line, is it? So again, no, we're no. not using the moon one. That's out, let's try, keep trying.
0: Number three A, this synonym is bifurcation, especially repeated bifurcation as of a plant's stem. So it's splitting a plant stem into two.
1: That seems like it, yeah. I'll accept it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 3B, a system of branching, so this is still related to plants I think, a system of branching which the main axis forks repeatedly into two branches. So the plant stem goes up, it splits into two, and each one of those splits into two. And,
1: again, and then again, does it keep, just keep going up?
0: I think it goes for a while. Yeah, probably depends on the plant. I don't know.
1: Is this purposeful bifurcation? What was that word you said?
0: <laughs> uh, bifurcation. Oh,
1: I was I was close with bifurcation. Um, Super is close. It just happens naturally in plants, or that or people make it happen on purpose.
0: I think this is a naturally occurring thing—a system of branching. Yeah, I think it's a naturally occurring okay. thing.
1: Okay, I'm getting on. Topical.
0: Any any plants? Any of those plants next to you? Uh, I'm just s- having are split into
1: plants. no they're all just kind of just growing beautifully and healthily in my house
0: they are very green i love it thank you uh if, if you uh other if you listeners want to see what's going on with the, the plants that we're talking about you can join the patreon where you can uh you can see what's you can see the video of this show
1: and not only can you see the green plants you can also see my face and that's what you're i mean trying- i
0: yeah I, I guess that's I'm important getting too. to
1: sell my plants instead of me, though, Spencer, this is that
0: right. Hey, you, you know, the, the, the plant lovers, that's what they want to stare at all the time. Three well, C. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, branching of an ancestral line into two equal diverging branches um and i guess you know it could be about plants it could be about humans it could be about anything but you know if you look back at your ancestors you always come Mm -hmm. from two and then each of them come from two and each of them come from two by and large
1: yeah true but even that even now that's becoming you know obviously if i think of my son he's got me who is and well but i'm not biologically connected to him but he's still until parent And then he's got his other mum, Jen, who's now married to a man. So she's got, he's there as well. And then I've got my partner. So he's got, he's got multiple branch offs, you know?
0: And, you know, better for him, right? More, more interesting people to create who he is as an amazing person.
1: Except most of them are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: you being the number one asshole right
1: absolutely yeah yeah um
0: okay number four the last one for dichotomy this is something with seemingly contradictory qualities as in the example which is a quote it's a dichotomy this opulent ritz style luxury in a place that fronts on a boat harbor and i'm feeling like i recorded this already but um I don't think I did. I don't know. Maybe I've maybe I've seen this example a couple of times. That is a quote from Gene T. Barrett. The dichotomy of living the luxurious life opposed to you know on a boat harbor. That doesn't really feel luxurious. Uh so that's that's an example of a dichotomy, I guess.
1: I guess it would depend on what kind of harbor you're living in.
0: Very true. You know, like I, true. Feel
1: like I feel like harbour people with yachts, in there, and then I think they're all rich heirs. But are yeah. we talking about like your sort of run-of-the-mill boat people who aren't um, lucky at all? Sure, I think I
0: think that's the you know, idea. Yeah,
1: bit, yeah. Well, I still think again there could be a better example, and we will come up with one one day.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, did you think of anything? I haven't. I mean, I think you know there was the example of class, the dichotomy of class earlier. Um, which I guess, you know, rich and poor, that's a big dichotomy, but very clearly there's a lot of steps in between rich and poor.
1: Yeah. I guess, um, I was thinking, what about is there even, cause even if you think about politically people that are complete in America, Republicans, competed Democrats, like they fundamentally, if you, especially if you're at the very ends of those, you would be fundamentally opposed, surely where you'd want to be yeah but then again there's still always there's that bit of that movement in the middle so it's a tricky
0: one right and also even if you took two people who thought that they were completely opposed to each other you might be able to find something that maybe they agree on so even that is a little a little hard
1: yeah, so we're just basically got, canceling the word dichotomy unless you're gone. talking about my plants or um yeah or maybe the moon at yeah. a, a push
0: the moon i think might be the closest thing um yep. the the dichotomy, it's a very wishy washy word. The etymology isn't helpful, but it's all about, you know, splitting a thing in two, basically, or just two things. Um, I don't know if you remember, we do a sound effect here on the show when we're done with a word. What what sound effect would you like to do today?
1: Um I'm gonna I'm gonna strum a quick chord on my guitar. How about that?
0: I, I would I love that? it. Please I'll just quickly break my guitar
1: then in that case.
0: She's getting the okay. guitar.
1: Now, what kind of um, chord are we thinking will be appropriate? Like, I've got, it could be a minor chord. It could be a happy, positive major chord. I mean, what how of? many
0: chords do you know?
1: Oh, all of them. The ones that are easy. <laughs> I feel like it can just be a chord change. It can just be like something like this. Like that. That just was power. perfect.
0: And what I would request is maybe after each word, you do a different chord. But what you did was, I loved it.
1: I'll do a different combination each
0: time. Excellent. The sound effect has already been done. This is um, one of the best sound effects I think we've had because it's from an actual instrument. The next word is dichroic. It is an adjective from circa 1859, number one, having the property of dichroism, which we will talk about shortly. As in the example, a dichroic crystal or... A dichroic mirror. And then number two, the synonym is dichromatic, which we will also get to soon. But basically, this is from the Greek dichrous, which means two colored, uh, from die plus kros, which means color or literally skin. So, skin or color and having two of those. So, that's what dichroic is. Um, your arm. Is kind of dichroic because you have not only your own skin pigment, but you have a changed skin pigment and so do I
1: Well, look, There we go. It's Black and then whatever skin color is doesn't really have a color does it? It's kind of just skin color
0: It's just skin, you know, yeah You
1: can call it white, that's all. Yeah
0: Yeah, <laughs> at all skin tones are in like an orange Orange uh, region, so yeah
1: but it's so, But with this we're talking crystals, right? Um, well,
0: that's one of the examples, yeah.
1: Well, actually, that's why I'm talking about them, because I've remembered that from the example. Um, so it's like a crystal that is actually two colours or just looks like it's two colours because of how the light refracts off it. This is what I need to know.
0: You know, I wish I could give you a, a, fully, a full answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not entirely sure. We may have to read these other words coming up to get a little bit more information, um, but I think at the very least... It looks like there's two colors. Maybe it literally has two colors.
1: Okay, great. So, again, a very vague answer. And yeah, and
0: yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going for here. Just vague.
1: I think as well, um, when you ask these questions, then you know there'll be some people listening that are screaming, knowing exactly what the answer is. And I want those people to feel empowered about their knowledge.
0: Yeah, all the time I think about, there's somebody who knows the answer and they're very pissed at me or or even better, I am I describe something wrong and I know that they're yelling at me and then later I realize oh I had that wrong I had that recently I was like oh no what I said was completely wrong so yeah. uh I put in the show notes oh I screwed up please forgive me I'm only human well
1: look every day's is a school day we're always learning you
0: know every day every day until the day I die I'm gonna learn that yeah. guitar we need that guitar again because we need a strummy strum okay, okay. <clears throat> Yeah, and don't feel like you have to keep it on your, your leg the whole time. No,
1: you just call guitar and I'll get the guitar back up. It's very Perfect. easy. It's very maneuverable.
0: The next word is dichroism. Dichroism. So what we had in the previous word dichroic was having the property of dichroism. This word dichroism is a noun from 1819. And it is, oh, here we go. The property of some crystals. Hmm. And solutions of absorbing one of two plain polarized components of transmitted light more strongly than the other, also the property of exhibiting different colors by reflected or transmitted light, and it says compared to circular dichroism so was so that I, uh clear
1: i well, I just think I feel like either I read that because that's why I asked that question, but i don't I don't think I did read all of these words. Um, but it makes it seem like I hey, asked a very intelligent question.
0: You did, because so awesome. okay. you're a smart, smart lady.
1: Well, yeah, I'm just uh, going the guessing stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I, obviously, I, when I heard um, you say, "What is it?" dichroism.
0: This, yeah, this word is dichroism. Right. The previous word, the adjective, was dichroic.
1: Yeah, because I just I really wanted it to be more about dykes and lesbians. Like I think that you know, then I would have had probably even more to say um dichroism like it's like a really heroic lesbian that would be good
0: oh yeah i think that should be the new uh a new graphic novel um okay,
1: so- do it with me. I'll, I'll, I'll do it i can't draw but Le- i can write <laughs>
0: yeah Let, let's do some pre-planning would you like to be on the episode four um i believe it is in here is it is it d-y-k-e yeah it should be Yes, 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 yes. Let's, if you want, let's pencil you in for the episode that airs on June second, twenty twenty three. We can, can talk about the word dike.
1: An expert, and I, I would consider myself to be one.
0: That's why you're here, because you're an expert on yeah. things.
1: I'm an expert on dike dike pro- di- as well, In <laughs> <laughs> dichotomy.
0: I still don't completely understand the the crystal thing, but it definitely did say that it there was about uh. Exhibiting different colors by reflected or transmitted light, so it's not maybe literally the two colors, but it's showing two colors yeah. or multiple so, colors.
1: Yeah. or even if you think of those, you know those dingly dangly clear crystals that you get and you hang in the window, and then you get yeah. all the rainbow colors because of yeah, the sun. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Where the so, light yeah. comes in and it diffracts all over the place.
1: Too. So that can't be dichroism because it's more than it's multiple colors. So that's got a whole another definition. And again, someone hopefully at home screaming out it's called this when you've got one of those crystals and we want to say thank you to that
0: person thank you you know who you are you're listening yeah. you're a smarty <laughs> pants
1: yeah
0: uh guitar oh
1: I like, that's not a d word <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a um, more sad one
0: yeah that i i shed a tear on that guy yeah. the next word is dichromat or dichromat uh this is a noun from circa 1909 it is one affected with dichromatism or dichromatism uh which we haven't gotten to yet but it's anything that has dichromatism is a dichromat and that's yeah. it for that well i think means...
1: obviously we need to know about dichromism.
0: It, yep, that's it. totally right, the word Dichromatism uh, We do have a couple until we get to that word But we do oh. need another guitar sound
1: We do, and here it comes now Here it comes
0: <laughs> And um, all of your lovely guitar playing Is reminding me that I need to tell the people That you have a uh, a Family friendly kids band Called Fun and Funner
1: I do. Indeed. Can you talk
0: about that a little bit?
1: Yes, Fun and funner. we're um, a a band with me and my best friend Tom Watson, who both used to be early childhood teachers for a very long time, he still is, and basically we listened to a lot of music for children and it was so boring that it made you kind of want to poke your eye out with a compass. So we thought, no, enough, we don't want to listen to this anymore and we don't think children should have to either. So we made an album of songs that, you know, go across a range of genres and um, hopefully just mean that adults can actually listen to it without wanting to, um, you know, to die. So, yeah, that, that was our plan. And we actually recently played with the um, the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra and the Orchestra Wellington, full orchestra, did our whole album. And we had to play at the Michael Fowler Centre with a full orchestra. It's like ridiculous. You know, like proper musicians get asked to do that. Not Karen O'Leary, but Karen O'Leary, <laughs> And she was there singing along with the orchestra. Happy days.
0: Uh, the, the, I think that um, I saw the, a couple of clips of that, right? You were yes. on stage with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, if you right. have any other uh, links or something, you probably tweeted about it, right? I'll have to
1: share that. Yeah, I'll, I can send just the stuff here. But we actually just, I'm going over to see Tom today, and we're thinking quickly in the last minute, putting out a Christmas album called We Wish You a Smelly Christmas. And it'll just do be Christmas. Do it, song, please. About smelliness and poo basically. And that's, that's our go to jam.
0: Uh, shout out to my favorite song of your album, um, which is called yeah. "Better Than Normal." Pooh in the fatapaku Is that the Badi correct Badi, pronunciation?
1: is yes, the Māori word for toilet. Yep, that's right. Pooh this is, this is in the fatapaku poo, you gotta in the fatapaku Yeah, don't do a poo on your mum. It's like it's very—it's a learning song, but it's also a little bit hopefully funny.
0: It's it's wonderful, and you know the tune is simple simple enough, but like so so catchy at the same time. I don't know how you did it, but you nailed ready. it.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well there you go. People can listen to that after where they've listened to us talk about the D words that we're talking about.
0: And uh, people can go to funandfunner.bandcamp.com.
1: Yes, they can.
0: Uh, okay, so you did the sound effect for that. So our next word is dichromate. So we've added an E at the end. This is a noun from circa 1864. This is a chemically thing. It is a usually orange to red chromium salt containing the anion cr 20 7 And then there is a superscript tiny little 2 with a minus symbol. And I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, There is an example, dichromate of potassium, and it is called also bichromate with a B instead of a D and I, you know, it's orange to red chromium
1: salt. I mean, look, I mean, obviously it makes complete sense to me, all of what you just said. Um, and yeah. I think the definition kind of says enough. I don't think I could, I need to add, obviously I could add lots about what that means, but I don't think I'm going to.
0: Yeah. I, you, you clearly could, but I think, yeah, what, like you, like you said, what, what's here is plenty for us, uh, for our brains. Guitar time. Every single one of these could be the beginning of a new song.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) The next word is dichromatic. Dichromatic. I get really confused about these words because they're all so similar. Dichromatic. Hmm. This was the synonym of our uh, second word dichroic. The number two definition the synonym was dichromatic so we have finally reached it it is an adjective from circa 1847 number one having or exhibiting two colors and then number two of relating to or exhibiting dichro dichromatism which which we will get to sort but so it's all about two colors basically that's what it is
1: and and who's who who or what's having those two colors spencer Oh, you see, that back, is. We're back to plants again. Maybe is it a plant that's got two colors or is it an animal? Is a zebra dichromatic?
0: I'm going to say yes. You know, sometimes um, their eyeballs, their iris, and their color have two, two colors. Sometimes yes. dogs or cats. So I think that could be dichromatic. What about David
1: Bowie's eyeballs?
0: I don't know if he had two colors, but what I heard is that he got hit in the face. One of them was permanently dilated. Well, oh, I uh, don't know
1: oh, no, Yeah, head. that's
0: why his eyes look different.
1: No, but he did also have one eye was blue and one eye was green. And that but I know that's got its own name and I don't know if where that dichromatic would mm. come into that definition.
0: I think you I think you might be right. But personally, I think this dichromatic word fits perfectly for that. His eyeball David Bowie's eyes were dichromatic. They
1: were and yeah. Well great. I think that was a great that's a much better definition. They should put that in a dictionary.
0: Why not? Can you make your own version of this book, please?
1: Uh a, next time I've got like a spare five thousand years. Yep.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh you, you you know you could do uh share um, Karen's Karen's favorite words. And then you can just only do like maybe ten words.
1: I could do I've probably got at least a hundred favorite words. I've got quite a few even better. That's yeah. ten times better. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Perfect.
0: Uh, let's see. I think it's time for a guitar sound.
1: Okay, here it is.
0: And every single one of these sounds different than the last one. It's
1: excellent. Let's all different. <laughs> I'm trying, oh, I'm really, is that way. I'm really utilizing my whole repertoire of chords and combinations.
0: By the time this episode is done, you will have no more chords that you know.
1: It doesn't matter. I'll just make something up. Um, yeah. And I'll probably
0: have a whole new song by, by listening to them. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go with dichromatism. Uh, so the, the dichromat is affected with dichromatism, and this word is a noun from circa 1901. It is partial color blindness in which only two colors are perceptible. So. There's a whole lot of varieties of people, uh, of types of color blindness. Some people, you know, can't distinguish between green and red. Some Mm. people see only in gray tones. There's a whole bunch of them. But this one specifically, only two colors are perceptible. Can you imagine only seeing the world in two colors?
1: So is it like if you can only see the world like in um, black and white photos or before TV had color?
0: Yeah, yeah. But in this case, there's at least color, but there's only two colors, which... I don't know if that's better or worse than black and it's white.
1: Two colors do you get to choose? You don't get to choose. It's just two random colors.
0: Oh, could Wouldn't it be great if you could choose your colors?
1: Oh, I mean, what would you choose?
0: I think I would choose green and purple. What about you?
1: I'd definitely choose green, and I think I'd probably choose green and brown.
0: Brown. What? Just, what's the choice with brown?
1: I just well, I, I don't. I, I'm, I don't know now, but I think green and brown <laughs> makes sense to me together as two colors. So if I had to see everything in two colors, I like what yeah. green and brown look like together. You know, I used to dress a lot of, in green and brown. and My sisters used to always hassle me for looking like a tree. <laughs> like,
0: it's funny um. you mentioned that because, yeah, green is definitely my favorite color, but a lot of like my pants tend to be like on the browner tint or like some of my shirts are brown and I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm just wearing like earth tones that's like other than black shirts most of what i wear are that green a lot of green and brown for sure
1: yeah but you can still still make we're still cool though eh? like it's not like we're just boring and earthy i feel like we're still it's still actually fashion forward
0: i I think it makes us extra cool actually
1: good i'm just checking on that one
0: (laughs) yeah uh green and brown of course my my brain with our previous conversation my brain goes goes to poo so if you if you if you see green and brown then your your poo is still going to look Correct, but in my brain, if I, if I see everything in green and purple, my poo is either going to look green or purple or both, and that yeah. might be a little weird.
1: It's alarming, and see that. So, I think that again, I chose brown for a good reason because the I that think you, think s-
0: you made the right choice.
1: Not that I spend a lot of time looking at my own feces, but maybe you do, and so maybe that is a concern for you, Spencer.
0: Who doesn't look when, when you, after you're done? You got to take a little peek, right?
1: What for? Sorry. Make
0: sure everything came out okay. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, this is, I'm, this is I'm reading something new, but no, I no, I don't. I just say see you later. Better out
0: than in. Yeah, exactly. I'm done with you. you you've you've had your time. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else to say about color blindness, or would you like to play a guitar strum?
1: I would like to strum the guitar.
0: That was like a whole song in one right there.
1: Yeah, I'm just getting more and more excited about the guitar. Sorry, I know it's supposed to be a sound effect, so just tell me, Karen, it can't be that long.
0: No, I love it when things change and evolve, so what you're doing is exactly what I was looking for. Great. The next word is dichroscope. D-I-C-H-R-O-S-C-O-P-E. Noun from 1857. It is an instrument... For examining crystals for dichroism, how did they come up again?
1: Because this obviously this is it's got a lot to do with this dichroism, dichroism, all of those things. And obviously yeah. the things are very important to some people, you know.
0: Especially the people who write the dictionary.
1: Yeah, and people that have got dichromatism. Uh,
0: I think maybe you need to get some crystals now, and you need to you need to study. The, the dichroism of the crystals and and see what sort of colors you could see
1: i think i will so i'm gonna to have to find myself a dichromoscope and what's it called again? Yep. yeah no
0: that yeah the dichroscope yeah.
1: dichroscope sorry yeah dichroscope and um obviously i'm sure i'll we'll get one of those just down the road in wellington i mean surely then a dime a dozen you know yeah you um, could probably
0: also use it to um to find the uh the hero lesbians
1: absolutely and we're multi-purpose yeah, so
0: I'm going to, I'll put that on my Christmas list, I think. What I want <laughs> yeah. <for Christmas>. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Dichroscope Crystals, dichroism. that's what that is. It is time for a really, really great guitar sound because this is, the next word is why you're here.
1: Is it? Oh, I'm yeah. excited, aren't I? But
0: I mean, I'll they're really heard... all why you're here, but.
1: Yeah, thank, thank you.
0: That was a, a perfect guitar strum for this next word, which is mm. dick. D-I-C-H. Uh, and yes, we are adults here. We, we like to talk about uh, normal words in a very mature fashion. This word is a noun from 1553. There's only three short definitions. Number one is chiefly mm. British, and the synonyms are fellow and chap. Do you, over in New Zealand, you, is this uh, the, the context that you're you're used to?
1: No, not really. I think it'd be more your old-fashioned English. Obviously, my, my parents are from England. Um, but I think it's probably going to be more of the, the second two definitions. that we get. Also, can I just quickly add, though, Spencer, I'm pretty sure when you spelt the word dick, you spelt D-I-C-H. Did um, I really? I think so, and I'm pretty sure it's got a K on the end of it. So I'm just, I'm just <laughs> helping you out there. I mean, I would have <laughs> thought you of all people would know to spell the word dick but apparently you took a
0: dick. So, yeah. I, I think I was so uh, caught up in the previous words that are all d i c h that my brain did a funny little thing and I a very I'm I'm very grateful that you called me out on that. Otherwise, I would have heard this later and realized my mistake and I think yeah. I make those constantly. So, d i c k is how this word is spelled. Number 2, this is usually vulgar and the synonym is penis. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think we all know that it's, I think most people probably prefer to use that word than penis. There's a lot of words, uh, for, for this thing. Um, do you, do you have any thoughts about this word in this context?
1: I think it, this reminded me of when we did the C word that, um, yeah. I enjoyed talking about very much. Um, and I think just the way that the word sounds and comes out of your mouth with those those hard hard beginning hard end i think it just makes it enjoyable to say dick is just it's a powerful good word it's short and sweet you know but yes it doesn't have like a you know like penis it just sounds kind of yuck same as vagina sounds floppy vagina just sounds like gross you know but if you say cunt or dick it's like i like it i mean i like cunt more than i like dick but hey
0: But if you're gonna say a word, it, it, you're right, it is a very good word to say. It, it, it's yeah. very satisfying, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's interesting that the word can be utilized in so many different contexts.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, we have one more definition, so maybe we'll, I'll read that real quick and then we'll talk about some of these other contexts. Um, number three, the synonym is detective. Uh, so somehow it just got shortened to dick, like a private dick. Is, is what people say a lot. Um, Do you want to make my class? Yes. <laughs> it's very private and it's satisfying to say, and it's hard at the beginning and hard at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought that one of the definitions was gonna be, or is, that it's a shortened version of the name Richard.
0: You'd think, you'd think that that would be in here. Um, but I feel like when it comes to names, the, the dictionary doesn't really deal with those the only time I see names come up are if they're like Greek gods or goddesses or somebody related yeah. to something more ancient like that um yeah. so yeah it, it's not in here but yes Richard um, it definitely gets shortened to dick actually when I was in junior high uh, there was a substitute teacher in my city whose name, I guess, I don't know if I, I'll say it anyway. His name was Richard Seaman.
1: Wow. That's amazing.
0: I'm pretty sure the last name was spelled differently, but, um, but yes, it it was kind of silly to all of us junior high kids who said Dick Seaman.
1: Yeah, but what were his parents thinking? They obviously were not thinking at all.
0: I, I think that they were of such an old generation that it just wasn't even a part of their thought process. It was Richard
1: yeah yeah and admittedly i mean what how on earth richard gets shortened to dick it's like when what is the other ones the other weird ones like william becomes bob
0: bill no robert becomes
1: yeah becomes bob
0: yeah robert becomes bob Bob. yeah william becomes bill yeah Bill. Uh, but then like margaret becomes peggy does
1: it so look these don't make any sense no i mean i'd say that's just a big dick move on whoever came up with that idea
0: they were they were they were trolling us all from all those years ago. Did, yeah. d- does Karen get shortened to or changed to anything? Do, do people call you a nickname?
1: I get called um, Kazza a bit, which is kind of your know, kind of typical lesbian sounding nickname. Um, I sometimes kazza Casaro Lazza, was my surname. Um, uh-huh. I think obviously at the moment it's just my name is so hilarious because of all that Karen stuff about being a Karen. So it's almost like it's become a noun now as well as, you know, like, yeah, so, and the, it's, a, it's a way of being. So I think yeah, my name has been dragged through the mud, and um, I think that's f- fucking hilarious. Although I recently was on a, um, just quickly, I was on a crazy reality TV show that they asked me to be on called Celebrity Treasure Island, which is funny in the first instance because it's New Zealand we don't even really have any celebrities. But you had to go on this, this stupid tre- this desert island and do, like, these challenges and stuff. And at one point when people were being mean, I got—I actually got a bit upset and I did cry on the TV. And so after that, I got interviewed by this reporter and she was like, oh, God, we're have, going we have to change the name to Karen O'Terry. So that's also now what oh. of the is Karen O'Terry. But I think, you know, showing vulnerability is a sign of strength, maybe.
0: It absolutely is. Uh, yeah. I think everybody should cry more, me included.
1: Okay, well, yeah, How but... did
0: that TV show go, by the way?
1: Oh, it was hilarious. And um, what a interesting experience like you know reality tv is not really my cup of tea um i just think generally speaking it's it's a, a sad reminder of the problems we have in society um but i just thought well you know what karen you can't knock something till you've tried it and if i could go on there and be on you know again it's like so many people watch it like people that would never watch Wellington like paranormal but would watch crazy stupid reality tv um, so if i can go on there and be a visible member of the rainbow community if i can stand up for what i believe in terms of my feminist ideals and calling men out on their bullshit um and i can hopefully have a laugh then i feel like i've got an obligation and that was kind of my strategy
0: yeah did you uh get to succeed in all of those goals
1: i definitely yes i got one of the um one of the male competitors on the show who is a very well-known New Zealander. Um, got so mad at me calling out his bullshit that he called me a bitch on TV. So I, I felt that I took that as a win, you know. Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah, and I made it way further in the competition than him. So in your face. Mike.
0: <laughs> uh, has, has have all the episodes aired by now?
1: Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't win, but I left when the, I actually. I actually eliminated myself from the show. And oh. gave my spot to another woman because I really wanted a woman to win, and I knew for a fact I didn't. I couldn't be bothered running on sand. I can't even run, and I hate sand. So I was like, "This doesn't make sense. If she's going home, I don't know. You can stay. I'll see you later. I'm going for a beer."
0: That that's great of you. Um, do you know how? Oh, yeah. You you know the end. So uh, did did she yeah. win? Did how did it go? She came
1: second. And, she came uh, second. Yeah, so which is great, and, you know, and also really good that, you know, a white man, a white privileged man won because that's, you know, so we want to, we don't to upset the status quo. So, yeah.
0: Right. It's our yeah. time, right?
1: Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you guys have been having a rough time lately. You know, people call you out yeah. for stuff. Like, just leave us alone. We just want to be able to do all the stuff we've done our the whole lives
0: and control the whole world. Yeah. Is that so <laughs> much to ask?
1: Well, this is, I remember the last time talking to you and knowing that you, were, you know, obviously. Not typical of that type of white man. And I find that very refreshing and important.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, you know, this perfectly ties into our this word that we're talking about, uh, dicks. Yeah. Dicks running running the show, running everything. Um, any other contexts that you can think of where this word yeah. might be used? Yeah, because,
1: you know, because obviously, you know, most of, it, most of the time you'd say, oh, you're such a dick. And it's, it's, it is obviously an insult. Um, but then I was thinking about men also, and correct me if I'm wrong, um use it as quite a sort of powerful kind of sex word as well like you know suck my dick and all that kind of stuff um so i'm not quite sure where i'm going with this but yeah i should go with it
0: (laughs) well yeah i think uh i can add on perfectly what you said there was uh, um i think yes it can be used in those and always is used in that sexual context but i think it's also used there because again like to your point earlier um, saying a different word just sounds weird, right? Yeah. Are they going to say suck on my penis? No, that just sounds weird. <laughs> suck on my dick sounds way more interesting, I guess. I don't know.
1: Especially if you add a please at the end of it, you know? I think use a P for the please, not for the penis, yeah. you know? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Suck my please, dick, please
0: and thank you yeah, would be yeah. great too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. Well, after, yeah, anyway, anyway, we digress now, and now we're thinking about sucking penises.
0: Nah, we don't want to do that, not uh, at least you, you and if
1: I. If it tickles your fancy, you can, but we're not going to, you know, any. If you want to think about that, then do. Um, but just remember to say please and thank you.
0: The, very important throughout the mm-hmm. whole life. Um, yeah, and I am actually a little surprised that that, um, sort of slang usage, like what you like, you said, you're calling somebody a dick like an asshole, uh, you know, that's not in here. Um, and I'm not entirely sure why.
1: Yeah, well because I think as well like dick is more it's more of a friendly insult, you know, like sometimes it's like oh, you're such a dick. Like you can actually say it with kind of it's almost as a term of endearment. You know, like yeah. where asshole is always I don't like what you're doing. But I think sometimes you can be a lovable dick. Do you know what I mean?
0: Totally, yeah. Uh it, it is very versatile in that way. Just like, yeah. you know, well, the word that you were on previously, uh yes. that can be used in a variety of sure. ways.
1: It, it can be very negative, but it also it can be
0: really positive. You're a good cunt. You're a good cunt. Yeah. Yep. You
1: are a good cunt. I'm a good dick. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, is it time for a guitar sound? It is. Yeah. The next word is you can pronounce this either dick sissel or dick sissel. You can emphasize either the first or the second syllables. It is spelled D I C K C I S S E L, noun from 1886. This is a common migratory black throated finch um, of the central U.S. And the species name is Spiza americana, and it is of the family Card- Cardinalidae. Cardinalidae. That's like a cardinal. Um, I've never heard of this dick Sissel bird, but I am not a birder myself. So I think on uh, social media, I will have to post a picture of a dick Sissel.
1: Oh, and I just think what a great name. Dick Sissel. It kind of sounds like, I don't know if you have, I don't think, what do you call ice blocks in America?
0: Ice blocks? Like, yeah. you talk- those, like it's
1: thing on a stick that's frozen in its juice and you lick it and eat it. What are they called?
0: Uh, well, there's, there's popsicles or well, you do lollipops. Pops.
1: Really great. You have popsicles. We have popsicles in Zealand. And dixicles makes me think of like a dick lollipop. I mean, ice block. Ice block. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is uh, it is very close to that for sure. Popsicle, Dick, dixissel, yeah. Dix, this, this. I can't even say the word anymore. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of this bird, but there's a lot. There's a lot of birds, bird names that are kind of weird like this. Uh, I don't know. them.
1: Well, I think, because well, how many species of bird are there? There's Eight. like five, I think. Five different birds in the world.
0: Maybe, maybe more. Maybe. Yeah, twenty. Thousand. A thousand? Okay, that that's probably a good guess. <laughs> yeah. Could be even ten thousand. I don't know.
1: Well, someone will know. Again, someone's screaming and saying there are so many bird types. But yes, we're not talking about There's... birds. We're talking about
0: dinosaurs.
1: Dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> ah, it's just one yeah. kind of bird. we're talking about birds. Uh, I'm curious what this black-throated finch looks like. Uh, I-, I think it is. might be time for another guitar sound. Okay. The next word is Dickens. This is a noun from 1598. It is a euphemism and the synonyms are devil and deuce. And it doesn't give me any more than that. Like, uh, it doesn't give me an example. So, it's oh. you just you just you like explain. You're you're proclaiming. You're exclaiming.
1: Yeah. I, I use the, I use Dickens all the time in my text messaging and in my general everyday conversation. I actually do. I say, "What the Dickens is going on?" And that's very common for me.
0: Yeah. It, do you think that it's more of um, a, a sort of uh, British Commonwealth language thing than than American?
1: I would presume so, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. obviously, like, you know, everyone here, if I say, what the dickens are you doing? They'd know. And it's just like, a it's a funny way to say, what the hell, basically.
0: Right. Or what and the maybe, devil.
1: Yeah, what, yeah, what the devil is going on here? You know, and what yeah. the dickens? It just sounds quite, again, I like the, the, I like the way the word sounds and feels when you say it.
0: It feels so good to say Dickens. We definitely do have this in America, in American English. uh, Maybe not as much, but yeah. I mean, if you were to say to somebody in America, "What the Dickens?" they would understand what you're saying. But yeah, it's not. I don't think it's quite as common.
1: Yeah, they might think you maybe you're a bit old-fashioned and weird. Is that maybe?
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is true, to be fair. Well, well,
1: when I come over to the states in uh, March, I'm going to say it all the time, and I count. all. All the time. Yeah,
0: you're going to you're going to affect American English. It's going to just yeah. spread yeah. like oh, wildfire.
1: What the dickens do you call this meal? And I'm not paying for that. And what are you What the dickens do you mean? I'm going to give you a tip. We don't do that in New Zealand.
0: Are you a dichromat?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh it, it's guitar sound, I think. Okay. Mm. Hey. Yeah, that, was, uh, that that went somewhere emotionally for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the next word is the first form of dicker, noun from the 14th century. This is the number or quantity of 10, especially of hides or skins. So I guess if you have 10 hides or skins, that is a dicker. This is from the Latin decuria, which means quantity of 10. From yeah. decem, which means ten, and there's more at the word ten. So uh, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch, I guess, but yeah, ten, ten things is a dicker.
1: Well, uh, but it's only ten hides, ten hides or skins.
0: It is very specifically talking about hides or skins, but I'm I'm proclaiming that uh, you can just use it for any ten things.
1: Okay, you're proclaiming that. I feel like you're just yeah. completely making it up, but I will now, I'm going to use that, and if people look at me like, Karen you're not even talking about skins or hides i'll be like doesn't matter because spencer told me i can still say dicker you dick. exactly what the dickens are you
0: <laughs> make up, proclaim it's the same thing
1: yeah you're right love it
0: what the dickens is is this dicker yeah. of hides
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: uh we actually need another guitar sound Oh, yeah, they're getting they're getting longer and, and more yep. uh, more expressive more. Yeah,
1: it's, it's just as I'm, you know, really warming into this conversation.
0: You got to lean into it. The yep. second form of dicker. This is an intransitive verb from 1797. The synonym is the word bargain, as in the example dickered over the price. It's like haggling.
1: Yeah, yeah great. I like dickered better than haggling. I think that could sound funny, right?
0: Um, Yeah, I've never I've never heard of this dicker dicker over the price. This is uh, this is new to me. Have you heard this in this context before?
1: No, I've never heard it, and that's why I'm so excited because now I can use it.
0: Yeah, if you if next time you go to the store, you see if you can uh, dicker over the price of um, something. I was trying to think of oh, an example.
1: Although, you know, I also love the fact that you call shops stores. It always makes me laugh.
0: I was going to say shop, and then in my brain I was like, well, that sounds very British, uh, New Zealand, you know, whatever. And I, I was like, well, I, I, that that makes more sense to her brain, but it doesn't make sense to my brain, so I just said store.
1: Well, it's okay, because now we've got to talk about stores and shops, and it's great. Next time I go to the shop, I'm going to do a good job of dickering.
0: Uh, yeah, S- shop dickering uh, and you definitely got to get dickens in there somehow too oh, what oh, the oh, dickens yeah. is the price of this of this yeah. uh dick Sissel? i need to dicker the price Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it's it gonna be great and the person in the shop will probably kick me out but that'll be funny and <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll video it and i'll send it to you to add to this
0: perfect thank you
1: okay,
0: right uh it's time for another guitar sound they're coming quick
1: be quick rapid fire
0: The next word is the third form of dicker. Who knew there were so many forms? It is a noun from 1797 again. Oh, this is very similar. Okay, so the last one was the verb. This is the noun. Number one, the synonym is barter. So you can, you're dickering over a dicker. Number two, an act or session of bargaining. So the whole action is a dicker and you are dickering in a dicker.
1: Absolutely, and who doesn't want a dicker to do some dickering with a dicker?
0: That's what I thought.
1: And like you said, you know, then you're going to end up getting a really good price um, to purchase your 10 hides and skins.
0: Oh yes, the more dickering you do, uh, you <laughs> can get a good price for your dicker.
1: You, you end up with you could end up with dicker dickers, which is a hundred skins and hides for the price oh. of only ninety-three.
0: <laughs> That's like as many birds as there are in the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely yeah <laughs> it's all making sense now <laughs>
0: <laughs> if somebody if this makes more sense to somebody by the time we're done i might be worried for them because i think we're really confusing things but that's fine that's what this show's yeah. all about to confuse great. people
1: yes great i'm confused
0: <laughs> uh it's guitar time
1: yeah i'm really running out of chord combinations but i'm just going to keep keep going you know
0: You would never know that you were running out of combinations. I didn't know. Thanks. The next word is Dickie, spelled D-I-C-K-E-Y, or you can take out the E, or you can spell it with an I-E at the end. So many ways. It mm-hmm. is... Um, where's, it's a noun from 1807, number one. Any of various articles of clothing. That's the main topic as A... A man's separate or detachable shirt front. So if there's just a little shirt front that all by itself and you can detach it, that's a dickie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one B, still in the um, men's article of clothing. I think, did it say men's? No, just articles of clothing. One B, a small fabric inset insert worn to fill in the neckline. So if down here, if the shirt comes too low, but you want some extra fabric there... Uh, just just throw a little fabric down there, in in this thing, and that's a Dicky. But it's,
1: we still haven't got up a Dicky Bow yet, is that right? Dicky Bow. A Dicky Bow, yeah, because that's right. No, it, we, we haven't. Is that even in there? Because that's what I, I would know. Have thought. Okay, well, let's carry
0: yeah. on. Let's find out. Let's, let's find out. Um, I think I first heard this word in um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where Cousin Eddie is wearing a dickie, and I somebody had said it, and I was like, I don't even know what that thing is. It's like um, uh, a, a, a turtleneck, a turtleneck, yeah. but it just goes down a little bit. All right, well, now I'm curious about this dicky bow. Let's see what we got. Number two, here's chiefly British, so maybe this will be it. 2A. The driver's seat in a carriage is a dicky.
1: Okay, no, that's still not a dicky bow, is it?
0: <laughs> nope, no, it's not. 2B, this is the last one, a seat at the back of a carriage or automobile. So wait, the driver's seat or the seat in the back is a dicky. so anybody sitting in a carriage or automobile is in the dicky seat, yeah. and it's still not a dicky bow. No, well,
1: now I'm questioning my own knowledge of dicky bow. Look at just <laughs> so it's like a, a dicky bow. It's like a it's like a bow tie thing and it must be because it goes around your neck so it'll just be a, a, a piece of fabric that's like a, a dickie but then they've turned it into a dicky bow well
0: what what you said makes perfect sense to me um because yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna put it in there oh this so this says it's slang uh let's see we have a few things dickie bow in british english um it's just, just a bow tie yeah it's huh. a bow tie
1: Dicky bow yeah
0: and uh yeah, I, I wonder why that's not in here. It okay. is technically British English slang. Um, yeah. It says that it evolved from cockney rhyming slang. The word Dicky is rhyming slang for shirt from Dicky dirt, which, e- which is shirt and then it, oh. and then the bow tie looks like a bow on a shirt, and this is how the expression of Dicky bow came about. Hmm. Oh, that's
1: like the cockney rhyming slang slang for. Cunt or whatever, or the word burk, which we used to use affectionately as like a, an insult, yeah, you're such a burk, actually means cunt. And I only found that out recently. My like, dad used to call us that all the time. It's a it's appalling, Dad. Yeah. Oh my god. But the other thing back to Dicky, um, do you ever use Dicky in the context of oh I've got a bit of a dicky knee?
0: Uh no. That very that sounds very British to my ears. A dick so what, like it's um like a bum knee? Like it it's not working so well?
1: Yes, bang. Yeah, I've got a dicky knee or I've got a dicky, you know,
0: yeah. I think I need to use this every day now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I do kind of have a dicky knee. Like, if I run, like, a little too far, like, like, two miles, my knee is like, no, I I think we're done.
1: Yeah, it's because it's dicky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This knee is very dicky. Yeah. Do you have a dicky knee?
1: No, I don't have a dicky knee. I've got a dicky, um... (sighs) I've got dicky feet. Actually, my feet are kind of weird and a bit munted, um, but that's just. But you know, I've learned to live with it. So yeah, they're not. They're more it's, just like. It's weird. just your feet. Yeah, yeah. And who's got? I mean, no, I've never met someone with beautiful feet before ever. So. Uh,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I, I. It's hard to find beautiful feet. No, I, I haven't.
1: Yeah, it'll be. It'll be like finding a beautiful paint pe- uh, dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, The etymology for Dicky is from Dicky with no E-D-I-C-K-Y, which is the nickname for Richard. So that's where it comes from, but it really doesn't give any more information other than that. Uh, So that's really not helpful. Hmm. Maybe a man named Richard was wearing the fabric under his shirt.
1: Must be, and that's where it came from. But I remember what I was just going to say when I went to primary school. Um, one of my I think my second teacher his name was Mr. Dicky, and that like when, when you're at junior high whatever it was made a lot of us laugh a lot of the time <laughs> Mr. Mr. Dickey.
0: Dickey yeah how could that not make you laugh when you're uh, 13 years yeah. old yeah um, there's nothing else and we got no Dicky bows here so we are going to move on to uh, guitar sound okay and you may want to keep it on your knee
1: okay I will
0: Oh yeah, that one left me hanging. I want to know where that ends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next word is "dicky bird." Two words, noun from 1781, and it just means a small bird. It's a bird that's very little. It's a dicky bird.
1: But do you know the rhyme?
0: No. What's the rhyme?
1: I'm gonna. I'm quickly gonna show you this. You obviously can edit it out, but it is. It's worth its weight in gold. I'm gonna show it to you. So, people that are listening, you won't be able to see this and you should be watching it because this is going to change your lives. And it's something that my mum used to do for me. Okay, here we go. Ready? So, I'm these ready. are two dicky, two dicky birds, right? And this is their wall. Two little dicky birds sitting on a wall. One named Peter, one named Paul. Fly away, Peter. Fly away, Paul. Come back, Peter. Come back, Paul. Magic. You see that? How did you do you that? Because it's magic. This is the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I have never heard this before. That's awesome. Do you know where this came from?
1: Again, I think it's English. Yeah, yeah but I remember my mum used yeah. to sing it when we were little. So two little dicky birds sit on a wall, one named Peter, one named Paul. It just, it's just a carry um
0: yeah. and And they're just little. That's all it is. They're just small little birds. Yeah. She, she was using her fingers and then um, well, you know, to, to, t- if you want to see what happens with these fingers, you have to uh, join the Patreon so you can see what's going on.
1: It's worth looking yeah. at it because it's, it's,
0: magical. Um, that would, that was wonderful. The, the video here is a little, uh, chunky while we're recording. So when it, um, when it's done, I'm going to take a closer look when, You're when right. we're all done here and I get to see the high definition video.
1: Perfect.
0: Guitar sound. The next word is, oh, I think you're going to love this. It is dickhead. Mm-hmm. It's just one word. It is a noun from 1964. It is usually vulgar, and it is a stupid or contemptible person. And uh, the etymology says it is from dick, which means penis plus head. So, so somebody's acting like a dick.
1: Yeah, they're a total dickhead. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, this is what I was wondering about the word dickhead is has the head been added to the dick because that is a part of a dick?
0: Do we think? it's I, it, it, Well, okay, so it's kind of similar to calling somebody like a blockhead, maybe? A blockhead is kind of like a stupid person. Um, yeah, but,
1: yeah. It's, just, I, it's funny that the word head, which can also be used as part of a penis, has been attached to dick, for dickhead. I think like blockhead makes you think, your head is made of a block and it's just filled with nothing because you're stupid. But dickhead is just kind of secretly still a bit sexual, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, if if, you, if the word dick is going to be there, it can't not be sexual in some way. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's a good point, you know, or it doesn't mean like you're acting like the head of a dick or the, your brains are in the head of a dick or, you know, there's so many yeah. possibilities.
1: Yeah, I was like, why didn't they just choose to call it dickfoot?
0: Wait, sorry, say yes. they get dickfoot?
1: Yeah, but why, why not just say, you know, you're such a dickfoot? Because, of course, they chose head.
0: Yeah, there's a reason for head in there. Yeah, dickfoot yeah. now. Now, that that would be an interesting uh, uh, word to call somebody. I, and maybe we need to come up with, what is that? Something different. Yeah, a okay. Well, well, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're, you, no, you're such a dickfoot. It's like, you're. I think you, if you're a dickfoot, you're kind of completely behind the eight ball.
0: I think it's the opposite of Bigfoot. Bigfoot has really big feet. I think if you're being a dickfoot, you have small feet, which a lot of people take to mean that they have a small penis, which a lot of people then are like, you know, that's that's a mean remark to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and which is ridiculous. But yes, I think it, right, exactly. put the nail on the head. Put the nail on the dickhead,
0: yeah. <laughs> There. On the dickhead. And I also, I, I, I love the way that you say this word. Uh, with your New Zealand accent. Obviously you, it's normal for you, but to me it's it's just it's just so it's it's lustrious. I love it.
1: Thank you. Well I also notice when I say dickhead, I n- I never say the H and that's my English like that's the English side of me, just you know, dickhead which is basically right. would be D I C K E D. But
0: yeah. yeah, pretty much. Dickhead. Which of course we would say dicked, but yeah, dickhead. Dickhead. Yeah, that was good. I try, I try. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, it is time for another guitar strum.
1: None of those
0: chords made any sense together. It
1: was hilarious. I love it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how the best songs are made. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> the next word is "Dick test." Two words. And Dick has a capital D. I don't think the word Dick has been said so many times in like an hour. Uh, This is a noun from 1925. I may have just said that. It is a test to determine susceptibility or immunity to scarlet fever by an injection of scarlet fever toxin. And this is from uh, George F. Dick and Gladys H. Dick, I don't know if they were siblings or married, but uh, they must have uh, maybe designed this test, this medical test, almost 100 years ago, and it became the dick test. But um, good thing scarlet fever isn't really a thing these days, because I think if if somebody said, you have to go get a dick test, I think a lot of people would be freaked out by that.
1: Absolutely, because when you first was talking about it, I was like, what, do they have to get something, like, what did you say? They got injected with scarlet fever into their dick. That would be, that seems horrible.
0: Right, but right. It uh, and, and it could be so many things. Are you going to inject something into the dick or are you going to uh, put a bunch of dicks by me and see how I react? Exactly, uh, yeah. If
1: we're going to have an allergic reaction or, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the dick test, yeah. Maybe um, we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to learn more about scarlet fever and uh, to see if you had it or if you're immune to it. Okay. Guitar strum time. Every single one of these, these is the beginning to a song. Yeah. Maybe your Christmas songs. Absolutely. <laughs> the next word is diclinus. D-I-C-L-I-N-O-U-S. Diclinus. Adjective from 1828. It is having the stamens and pistils in separate flowers. So it's it's a flower thing. Yeah. Um, and actually, I just remembered the, the reason that um, the, when we were reading the word dichotomy, the very first word, um, and I said, the oh, this example sounds familiar. That is because I actually did record all of the word dichotomy in the previous episode, and it's been weeks since I recorded that, so I totally ah! forgot. Um, so I guess that people are just gonna get that whole section twice, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, well, they'll, have, they'll probably they'll have two slightly different versions of it. They'll have a dichotomy of d- definitions of a di- dichotomy.
0: Yeah, they'll get my version, which is yeah. bl- blame and boring and short, and then they'll get your version, which our, is much more interesting.
1: Our, oh, our version, yeah. Our version, our version
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, we have one more word. One more guitar strum, please.
1: Okay.
0: The last word is dicot, D-I-C-O-T, noun from 1877, and the synonym is dicotyledon, which is actually the first word in the next episode. So, if you want to learn about a dicot, you got to go listen Mm -hmm. to the next episode. I'll be there. Uh, What's that?
1: I said I'll be there.
0: You'll, You'll be there, yes. I wish. I wish you could be there on every episode uh so um it is time now that we finished all the words i'm going to reread them quickly and then you get to pick a word of the episode are right. you ready i'm ready uh dichotomy dichroic dichroism dichromat dichromate dichromatic dichromatism dichroscope dick dick Dickens, dicker, 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 dicky, dicky bird, dicky, a uh, dickhead. I almost said dicky head. Dickhead, dick test, diclinus and dicot.
1: <laughs> I don't. I know how I'm supposed to choose one word because that was the funniest list I've ever listened to in my
0: life.
1: <laughs> it was genius. Um, I've obviously I've, I've got a soft spot for um, dicroism. But then I think you know you can't go past Dick, and I just and I also really love the fact that you like how I said Dickhead, so I'm going to go with Dickhead.
0: Ah, that's yeah, excellent, perfect. The the, the word yep. of the episode is Dickhead.
1: <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh,
0: <laughs> would you like to sing a song about uh, Dickhead?
1: Yep. Here it goes. So it goes like this. I'm going to sing it to the tune of one of my other songs. Yeah, um, no, I can't now. not <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dickhead, don't be a dickhead, don't be a dickhead today. See, hang on, I've got the chords wrong. That was gonna be good though. Don't don't be a dickhead, don't be a dick. I think that'll make me want to tell you to go fucking away. Keep your dick in your pants. Oh no, I got this is getting oh, too I'm, weird. No, no, I loved
0: it, but that's fine. If you if you wanna end it there, that's fine. <laughs> this has potential is what i'm saying i think it does because there's a lot about dick you know like
1: yes the thought of dick sometimes it makes me sick but if you like it then that's okay but i guess the problem with me and the reason i don't like dick well it's pretty much because i am gay but if you like dicks that's good too and if you like dicks well good for you but just the last thing you want to be there's a dickhead to me. Here
0: we go. My face hurts from smiling so hard on that. That that was just glorious. Oh, my God. <laughs> my guests are, have been bringing it. They've been bringing it the last few months so good. And you are no exception to the rule. You have not been a dickhead today.
1: Thank you, um, And
0: And I, I really, really hope that that song gets added to the next album. <laughs>
1: I, well, it can be my adult's album, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. Um, so those were all the words. That was the the, the dickhead is the, the word of the episode. That was the song. Um, what would you like to tell the people about what's going on in your life?
1: If like anything. Tell, oh, just Christmas is coming up soon. So that's going to be happening in my life. Um, and I'm just going to keep, like I said at the start, I'm just going to keep trying to do any random thing and go to watch lots of sport, become a sports commentator, do a bit more acting, and uh, maybe I feel like I should come over to America and become famous in America. That's my plan for next year. Leave it with me.
0: Uh, Well, I think that process has already started because Wellington Paranormal just exploded here in the States. Uh, I have been telling so many people to watch it, and uh, it's fantastic, and it's wonderful, and um, we're we're sad that we're not going to get more of that, but we are very happy that me – what's that? You never know. You never know. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll keep that Isn't, under wraps.
1: Well, you no, know, um, you, you, you never know. All I'm saying is, you never is, know. You know. You never know. And I, you know, there's always there's always rumours flying around.
0: But we are also very, very happy that you are doing a whole range of other things. It just gives us more ways to to follow you, watch you, uh, Mm -hmm. be your amazing self. I'm sad that I wasn't able to watch that celebrity uh, reality show.
1: Would have cracked you up, honestly speaking. It was hilarious. (laughs) Oh man,
0: if uh, I'll see if I can find some clips because watching you in action in that situation just sounds like just Chef's Kiss.
1: I'll see if I can find some Yeah, How about
0: it? Excellent. Right, well, nah, thank, right. you to Karen. thank you to Karen O'Leary uh, for being on this show. I will put all of her links and things in the show notes if you want to go find her on Twitter and say some nice things and Instagram and all those things. Thank um, you can, thank or you you. can
1: just call her a dickhead if you want. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, if you're going to call her a dickhead, just do it in the nicest way possible, not the it's mean a, way. Yeah,
1: that's Maybe, right. maybe yeah.
0: we should turn dickhead into a, a nice word. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think, yeah. I think it, it's, it's used to about me. It's, it can only be nice, surely.
0: It's the only option. Yep. Uh, or a dick foot.
1: You know, not dick foot, yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, that is going to be the end of the episode. Um, you should also, um, you know, come back later in the Ds. And uh, Karen may come back once or twice for some other I, fun I, words.
1: I would love to. Can't wait
0: excellent we look forward to seeing you in 2023 if you want to see the video of this uh this recording go to patreon i think you got to do the five dollars a month uh because it's worth it to look at the plants and look at her bright orange sweatshirt and her beautiful face and also her guitar and the pickle beer
1: yeah it's only five dollars come on you'd be crazy you don't need a dicker about that
0: no you don't don't be a dickhead
1: yeah yeah (laughs)
0: That's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer and Karen dispensing information. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.